Hey there. Thanks for checking out this episode of H&M Live. Your support is always greatly appreciated as I'm always striving to provide content that enlightens, entertains, and educates. Look, I've just enabled supporter functionality on the podcast, so click the link in the show description and any support that you provide will be greatly appreciated. Be well. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm back here vibing to the songs again, man. What is technology, brother? Good lord, we 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 CP time. We ten minutes late, but <laughs> hey, man, technology, man. They try to put a stop on us, but they can't. can't try, to, back, try to put a stop on us, man. We couldn't see each other on the video. We couldn't hear anybody, but you know, Satan, you can't you can't hold us down. We we gonna get it going, and we gonna make sure we get a show going today. It's Sunday. January 31st. Shouts out to Jordan Nicole Hicks, 19 years old today. I I, I got to give some love to my firstborn. Happy, uh, happy birthday. Yeah, na- named after Michael. That's why her name is Jordan. But, you know, greatest of all time. Brother yeah. Alan, how you living? How you living? Man, living good, man. Just, you know, enjoying this Southern California weather. You know, a little bit. There over- you go. We still good. We still good. No rain. So we all right. And you see, I'm I'm bundled up. Look, you know, I, I got on hoodies. I got on thermals. Uh, you know, I, I'm from the East Coast. So, you know, I, I call them thermals. Y'all, y'all don't know what y'all call them out here and on the West Coast. But, uh, man, yeah, it's, it's been a little wild around here. But yeah, man. It's, 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 it's all good. It's all good. We got we got a lot to talk about today. We, we do. We're going we're gonna to have a, a, a event field conversation. We've got a lot of topics. You know, we talk about the, uh, the social impact of sports. So we're we going to touch some nerves probably. And, <laughs> and rightfully so, rightfully so. I, I was gonna say that's that's a good thing. That's a yeah, good thing, yeah, though, right? Yeah, so, yeah. um, I don't know what to start. I think you know what. Before we get into a whole bunch of topics, but we, we mm. will talk about all of them. I think we have to give some respect to uh, some folks that we did lose, uh, both from the uh, you know the uh, entertainment industry, uh, sister Cicely Tyson. Mm-hmm. lost her so that that's that was a huge loss to the culture it was a huge loss to uh the the movement uh and i think in the same day or again 24 hours 48 hours after that we lost we lost uh coach cheney yes john john cheney from from temple talk, let's coach. talk about that a little bit yeah yeah i mean uh and mr smith from the nba the the the, the, uh, the journalist uh i think Shakur smith is his last name uh, uh, the the NBA journalist, the guy I worked with, he was another guy that lost his life to COVID. But um, let's talk about Coach Cheney, man. What a what an impact! Um, it was for me. John Thompson was the first African American coach I saw yeah. on the sideline, and then John Cheney was right there, was next one in line to kind of take yeah. the reins when he was at Temple. And you know, he opened so op- opened up so many doors for African Americans to play on that uh, 
that NCAA level and guys that went to the NBA, you know, like Marcus Macon and all those guys when they played. Um, I just think that that's just a tremendous loss to not only in the basketball world, but also to African-American culture because this yeah. guy was a pioneer opening doors. He he was again just just yeah like like uh, Coach Chuck, he was one of the ones that mm-hmm. you, when you saw him over there on on the side he was he was animated mm-hmm. he was he was he was into it but he was he was serious and he really cared yeah about the game yeah the, the game yeah. was was something but it was about the, the players and it was about the community I mean mm-hmm. be, being in in that area in Philadelphia look you know it was tough it's tough out there and yeah, in that man. area where Temple is and I- Coach went in there head you know head first. I think I think it's, I think people don't understand the 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 mag the magnitude that that, that man had in that in that area. I yeah. mean, I don't think people realize what I think believe, and I don't want to get the date wrong, but I know in the eighties they dropped a bomb on the city of Philadelphia. You know, a mm-hmm. bomb. I'm not talking about uh, uh, you know them going in and arrest somebody or doing something. They dropped a bomb in that city on on uh, John Lyon in his, in their radical movement, or I shouldn't even say radical movement, but their political movement yeah. at that time, this was a time when this man is recruiting out there doing anything. And I know, you know, the mayor had issues or whatever, but can you imagine someone dropping a bomb in the middle of Sacramento or the bomb in the middle of Los Angeles? No. And, I'm not, and, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm talking about an impulsive bomb, you know, yeah. mushroom and all the whole yeah. thing to catch these people. And he's, he's, he was an advocate. I mean, maybe not so much political because it was quite different that way, but he's an advocate to try to help African-American men's back in that time. And when those tough times are there, stuff like that, man, we, it goes, it goes swept so much far under the rug yeah. that people don't pay attention to that. This man, this man was there in the nit grit at Temple recruiting players out of that area, trying to be a voice, trying to calm his young men that he's representing down, trying to help people in the university calm themselves down and so on and so on. That's a big social impact. That's beyond sports. That's beyond the basketball thing. That's a father figure and a leader in this yeah. community, man. And I, I applaud, applaud that kind of thing, that those types of things that happen. And uh, I just, you know, I wish your brother rest, rest in power, you know, rest in heaven. I hope he's yeah. watching down on us and keeps guiding us the right way. Definitely. And, you know, I, I think that the teams within that area will probably do something, hopefully, just to, to recognize the spirit of the man. Because I, I was just looking and he got there in 80 – got there in 82 right mm-hmm. so he, he was a figure within the community and within that area for a handful of decades and and again there, there's not that many no no more it's all about we family here. Go on, bring, bring the youngsters on here too right no, I, good. I, 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 I'll, I'll give them a link so they can come on come on camera but but yeah Co- coach cheney again one one of those instrumental people within the community and within sport i always look at sport and say you know it's more about it's it's not just the game it's not just mm-hmm. the x's and the o's but it's about the team it's about you relying on someone and someone else relying on you and, and, and coach cheney really helped embody that with his players and and everyone i think at temple so yeah yeah yeah, he was like I said. Like I said, I think he was just a he was a stronger he was a strong figure in that community. I mean, he's a strong figure throughout African American community people that follow college sports, period. But I think he was a strong, a really influ- influential person in that community, the Temple in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. You know, beyond our beliefs, I don't, I don't even think we understand how probably how far his reach goes in that in those areas. I think he's just as impactful as John Thompson, in my in my opinion. No, I agree. The man, the man, the man was there for so many years and did so many dynamic things. And 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 on the, and on the court side, on the basketball side, he changed that program around. I mean, you know, years after years, we started seeing Temple always in the tournament, turning our guys in the NBA. So, man, much applaud to 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 the Temple family and Coach Cheney's family. Like I said, he's just another warrior that we you know we lost in the struggle. And I, you know, rest in power. 
That's true. That's true. Shouts out to you, Suburban Beard here uh, for the for the for the love there. You know, again, that's what we do. Entertain, inform and educate, man. So uh, we're going we're gonna to shoot it to you straight. A lot of times it's, it, it might not be what you <laughs> what you hear on ABC, NBC, CBS. But, uh, you know, we, we two folks who, who know a little something and uh, using the platform to spread just some knowledge and, and bring folks on that to communicate with us. So uh, we appreciate it. that's why we do it right here, man. But it's good. It's coming right here. So. Absolutely. Um, basketball. Let's stay in basketball. Let's stay in because okay. look, we, we know we got football coming. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about the game, folks. We'll we'll yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get into the Mahomes and the Brady. But uh, uh, let's go over to that WNBA. Let's talk about uh, Sister Parker. Oh, yeah, man. Goodness. I think I Candace think the Parker probably. I mean the the second the top five most influential women in in women basketball is leaving where she made her statement in the NWNBA with the LA Sparks. And now she's taking her game back to her hometown in Chicago. I think that's huge shift. And that's now we're starting to see free agency in women's sports. I think that's an awesome thing, especially women's basketball, because I believe that sport has so much more to grow. Um, And I know the youngsters and other people, if you want to see a pure hoop game, you got to watch women's basketball because they run basketball, very fundamental, very strong, yeah. very sound, um, and I believe she's probably been one of the most stalemates in that in that in that organization and throughout in, in a representative of WNBA. And she's and now, we, like I said, she's going to spearhead. I think the free agency move now. Yeah. We're going to see them players starting to bounce around and go different places. You know, before it was a, you know Lisa Leslie and Cheryl Swoops. Now Candace Parker's pop thing is going to take it to another level with her going over to Chicago. And, and, and like I said, exploring the free agency because that's never been done in the, in the, in WNBA it's pretty they, much. They, yeah. They never, they never had the, the, I'm not gonna say they didn't have the option, but it just, it just wasn't there. It just wasn't yeah. as, as seamless as, as it was on the, on the other, other side, you know, franchise yeah. tag and things of that nature. But uh, man, 13 years in LA, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a, got a couple of rings. I uh, mm-hmm. got a couple of MVP uh, trophies as well, as well in, in, in her, uh, in her trophy case, but yeah, mm-hmm. going home. Going, going, going home, man. <laughs> going back there, man, and just—I mean, she's probably going to be happy because she's with her. She's got her own family. She's taking her family back home and to represent her town. I think it's just a great thing. But I mean, I think it speaks more volumes than just basketball. Like I said, her opening the door for the free agency for WNBA. Now, yeah. I think now we start to we'll start to pay more attention and start to follow it. The the, te- the teams will start to change in dynamic, and maybe it not it may not be on our local level be as big. Is like a regular NBA trade or another regular NBA free agency. Yeah. But globally, I think that's phenomenal because a lot of people globally follow the WNBA. I think this is a great thing for the game, and I think people are going to follow a little more. I think now people can be entertained a little bit more. And people that are fans of, of women's basketball, I think it's a win-win all the way around. I think this, yeah. this, is, this is a dynamic change, I believe. This is a good, this is a good start. You know, yes. I, and I've, I've gone to a handful of uh, – it was the Sacramento Monarchs. I don't even know mm-hmm. if they're still playing, right? I, I went to a couple of their games, and – you're right. The vibe is different. Mm-hmm. The, the the vibe, you know, before, you know, when the game starts, before the home team scores, everyone in the arena is standing up. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that, that it shows the solidarity with the, with the, with the team where we don't sit down. We don't rest mm-hmm. until you get on the board. And I thought that was just so cool. And, you know, the, the, the entertainment is, 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 is different, but, but again, just that whole aspect of the crowd engaging and being part of the whole experience really seemed to work well. I love the WNBA. I wish they would dunk. 
Some some of these ladies can get on. They, they can get up there, guys. Dog. Some of these women can get on up there and do what they need to do. I'm not so. I'm not, you know, the dunk, the dunk park obviously is a, is a part they're missing. But I believe with the transition of the NBA going away from the dunk to the three, I think you're going to see the WNBA now flourish more on the three point line and, and throwing them up from far in to far out and go. But if you look at the WNBA game, at least I look. I watch a few games here and there. They still practice like the traditional basketball. The game goes through the big man. You know, the person in the middle, I should think, person or the center. It goes through them, and then they kind of facilitate out that way and go. But I believe now with free agency, I think now with more coaches getting involved, and I hopefully, I hope they expand as well. I think it was more as we see play. I think it's going to become more like the NBA game. It's going to be a lot more small ball, quicker ball, guys, people reigning the three, um, high scores, and competitiveness. And now, you know, obviously, you know, with ESPN televising their games, and I think their games are getting more on platforms. I think we'll see the WMA start to blossom more and more. Yeah, I, I, I think that's, that's going to happen. It, it's, it's unfortunate that it hasn't happened thus far throughout all the time that they've been playing. And Corey here, uh, Tallboy's talking, you know, some, some reality here and something mm-hmm. that we were actually going to talk about. You know, it, it is unfortunate and that it needs to change to where th- there's some parity in terms yeah. of, uh, in, in terms of pay, in terms of, uh, opportunity. Uh, the, the women can ball out and, mm-hmm. and look equal pay for equal, 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 equal work. Yeah. Uh, Title Nine and all that; th- th- those types of things need to continue to be a, a, a focus in a conversation to, g- to get these ladies their just due because they're out there putting themselves on the line. They're out there doing the doing the sport, doing the entertaining mm. for for us to come out there. We pay we pay the ticket price. Yeah, yep. they they need to get you know get, get the money yeah. at the door they, they and, to, or whatever the case may be. They need uh, to do some of that. Also, in, in contrast to that, I do believe they need to start to expand their market share. And what I mean by that, they should be televised more on games. How come they're not coming on pre-games before the, the NBA games so they can gra- yeah. grab more bandwidth? I think the WNBA and the NBA needs to start to become more creative on how they're going to market each other and how they're going to balance each other out. I know they kind of play different ste- – their seasons are kind of staggered a little bit differently, but I think that's something that might need to change as well. The WNBA needs to gain more market share and more visibility and more everything so they can start to get paid. I would love to see Candace Parker on more commercials. I would love to see some of the superstars, Sue Bird, and them on more commercials with yeah. NBA players so they can start doing. Why Why are they not releasing shoes just like, you know, the Damon Littles and them are releasing shoes yeah. for women? I think once they start to gain that and start to get that kind of market share going, I think the salaries are going to na- – that naturally brings the salary and the money up. But I'm all in agreement. They need to get paid for their hard their, their hard sweat work, and te- blood and tears as well. They should have to go d- double dip in playing in the WNBA, then go over play overseas and play <laughs> in order to make their money. That's that's, that's true. That's, that's so that's so brutal for them to be able to do that. But I do believe the you know we already know the media is controlling that market. The more you put it out there, the more people start to accept it, more people start liking it, um, and the more brand of basketball. I think the NBA and WNBA need to figure out some way to get it more to the mass media's promote their stars in the WNBA, give them the signature shoe, give them the jersey, uh, give them everything they need to do, just like they did when they were in the bubble. I mean, they were in the bubble. They're on ESPN every night every watching night. WNBA. So yeah. they need to keep that mask just to push the lead in, the, in that organization to be successful. And and I, and I think yeah. the dollars is going to come. And I'm welcoming it. Yeah. I hope they get paid. I think, I think that's an interesting point, right? Because we, the consumer, the masses, actually got the opportunity due to COVID, mm-hmm. to see the WNBA more than we typically would have, right? A nor- normal season in, in the 10, 12, however many years that they've been in existence, there hasn't been as much uh, growth as as there, as there probably should be. But because, again, we were all locked down and because mm-hmm. we were we were in a bubble, we got to see them play on a nightly basis, not just on the, the, the local 
TBS and TNT, mm-hmm. but but on, on ESPN one and mm-hmm. two. So mm-hmm. uh, I think again, it's all about the costs. Um, if the season was was, was longer, but th- those those things are definitely at the at the administrative level. They they got to handle that, mm-hmm. and I think the whole all the players' unions need to start having conversation. I know I know they are right. Again, I'm, we're we're talking to the choir here. That, you know, in terms of are they putting in the effort to to get the recognition and, mm-hmm. and get the airtime, but. Uh, any positive is good positive. Speaking of Candace Parker, I mean, we, we were talking about branding. We were just talking about commercials and shoe deals, things like that. Mm-hmm. I've seen what she's doing. She's got, she's got her brand going. She, she's very recognizable, especially in LA because she's mm-hmm. been there for 13 years and that can translate to anywhere that she goes. Mm-hmm. She does a lot with communities. She does a lot with the youth. So I think mm-hmm. she's definitely got it going right. She's, she's doing the right things. And I just, just hope that it continues to flourish and, and we see more of these, more of these, the NBA, the WNBA, and the women's soccer team. Think about this. Women's soccer team are the only soccer team that the U.S. has that actually wins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I, I got all these men's jerseys for, for the soccer team when, when mm-hmm. they finally made it to the World Cup and all they fellas didn't do nothing. Yeah, yeah. But but but, 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 but the women showed it win all the trophies and, and they, they represented and and again they just not getting that uh, no. respect. You know, it's it's thing. funny in, in athletics and sports general the women that that take that they that they, they get the press and say this is mainly tennis, the individual sports, mm-hmm. tennis, mm-hmm. maybe golf here and there. You know, obviously Serena, the, the Williams sister transcended that for them mm-hmm. to be able to get their look. And you know, before that, he had uh, Christina Arvarid and Martina Navratilova and all those guys in tennis. They yeah. were the ones at forefront. But tennis, the individual sport, is the one where they really get their accolades. Everything else, they kind of take a separate second a second seat to men's sports. Um, and again, I think that's because. The market share isn't there. And that's usually in the U.S. only. I mean, I know we're, we're, we're the main consumers, but in U.S. only because I know women's basketball is very big overseas in Europe. It's very big overseas. Here, it's not because we don't we don't invest that market share. The only time we invested in women's soccer was due to the women's soccer, women's soccer because they were winning, the, you know, winning in the yeah. Olympics or the World Cup. And, yeah. she, you know, the girl took a shirt off and did the, <laughs> did the iconic picture yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. You know, that's when they were getting notarized. But then again. They're not giving top dollar. They're not getting the money they deserve. But also, they're not getting marketed the way they should be marketed. We put billions of dollars in men men investment marketing. We put they probably put hundreds of thousands in women's, which is un, which is unfair. When I think their athletics are starting to grow, that market's starting to grow very very largely, and that mm. it's it's we're now the time we can market. It's very marketable. Nike could do a commercial with all women's sports shoes and release the Candace Parker shoes, and I'm sure they would sell like hotcakes to all the girl basketball players. Yeah, you know they need to be able. To, I think they need to figure out that niche, how to market them, and push that button, and push that joke, and not to make them be able to say, "I can take advertisement dollars, live off of that." And WMA, if you don't pay me, I don't have to pay, and start to become like the men want to hold out and do all their thing. I think that playing field is starting. I don't know if it ever get to that same equal level field, but I'm hoping that disparity grows a lot closer. That's true, and and uh, maybe maybe Master P is listening because you know no he's trying to buy Reebok he's trying to buy Reebok maybe maybe he can get some some, some Candace Parker some gear or something like that because uh, no, make make it black owned like that yeah let, let, let's go back to this question right here since we're talking about the WNBA shouts out to you Robert I see your brother so if you had to make a prediction what's the one change the WNBA will make where the players and league will further flourish in money and prominence. Good question. I, I believe pushing them in market. I think you got to market your players. I think the skill set and the quality of the game is there. 
They got players that can play. Even, yeah. you know, college coming in, they got the draft. They got the emulation of the NBA already there, except they don't market them like NBA markets their players. And granted, they don't have the budget to do that just yet. But I think you could take one, make them the face of the, make them the, face of the WNBA, and let's push it like we did, like they did Michael Jordan, like they're doing LeBron right now. Let's push, 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 push that one person to their household name, and then that changes the whole dynamic of the whole entire league. It's almost a pro- the problem is that on, on the ladies' side, and this is my opinion, but you know mm-hmm. that, that this is this is our show, so we can make give our opinion. It, it yeah. seems like they promote the women more when they leave the sport and go into like advertising or, or to go into the analyst role, right? When they when they mm-hmm. go leave the court and they sign up to work for Fox Sports or they sign up for for ESPN, right? That's that's when they get their their platform to really give their analysis to really talk and really sign. It, it, it's it, it's almost too late, right? I mean, give, mm-hmm. give give it give it to them while they're out there. Again, putting the body to, to out there every single day, putting in that work. Give it yeah. to them when you see that they deserve it. You, you drafted them out of college. You you knew that they were going to be great. You knew they were going to be great for your city and your state and and your and your franchise and your organization. Give them their just due. Give them well, their I, just due. I have a t- think about this. Think about this. We celebrate Connecticut, the collegiate women's basketball team more than we do any of the, the ah, WNBA. Ah, well, and, you yes, know, yes. And, you, and you know why? Because they pushed Connecticut. They pushed, the, they pushed that name out there when the tournaments were going on, when they were winning 100, when yeah. they were in those hot streaks. They pushed it. And before then, they, they, they used to push Tennessee. Yep. Tennessee was the women's basketball team. And before yeah. that, it was LSU. Yeah. Those guys were on TV. Before the, the men's came on, they were playing the college games, and we watched them all, and we were like, wow, no, we didn't know girls was playing like that. And, yeah. then, and, then, and they pushed that agenda so hard that we celebrated them. They do not push the WNBA like that, and I think that's, that's, that's just a travesty to the game because they have such great players in the NBA and such great talent that I would wish they can figure out a dynamic to push, market, and get, that, get their message to the masses that this is, very, this is a talented league. I'm I'm, I'm gonna put an action item out there for one of our listeners and viewers right now, Tall Boy. Hey, you you've got some relation and some some folks that are in the college basketball coaching realm. We 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 need to have a conversation and give firsthand perspective, right? You know, we're we're coming at it from uh, a third person looking in. Uh, I I think I would love to get someone who's in the league professional or 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 uh you know at, at the collegiate level and and have a conversation in terms of uh, uh what what they see in terms of the future for for these young women athletes so what are you talking about why they were undefeated and that was the draw what are you, what are you talking about give, give us some specifics on, on on the question there brother give us some no specifics. i know I agree, I agree with talking about that that was their draw that they were undefeated and people let's be honest people want to either watch them lose or watch them continue success okay but i okay. but i mean even leading up to that and even past since they have a loss they still pump connecticut up they still have a more heightened i think a more of a a a, 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 a marketing or a more more tool that's out there that people know more about Connecticut than they do about the NBA. They really, they really flourish on that program. And I'd say, I'm not taking anything away. I think they're, they're phenomenal. It's a phenomenal women's basketball program and they've been doing their job, but I'm saying how come that same fuel and fire of dollars is a put behind some of the WWA and the marketing there? Because I remember if I don't remember, I remember when they kind of first started Houston was the, the, the team with Cheryl swoops and then that squad, yeah, yeah. they were, they were dominant. 
Mm-hmm. And, and people still didn't jump on board too much. And then now we had L.A. had their run, and then the, the the Seattle team and the Phoenix teams had their run. And people just don't know that much about the WNBA, more so than they just follow or, or jump on the bandwagon of, of Connecticut and the, and the Tennessee's and stuff, women's basketball programs. I'm hoping is that that dynamic change, it, it goes from the collegiate into the WNBA pro and they can feel those dollars and maybe gross that market up a little bit. I agree. I agree. Let's transition into another sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a quick headline, but I think a worthy conversation because it's, it's slightly controversial. <laughs> and you weren't, okay. you, you're not even ready for this. I, I, I'm throwing something ahead at you. I'm just going to hit you out of left field. Let's talk baseball. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Hall of Fame nominations came out or the voting came out not too long ago last week. Mm-hmm. Three gentlemen who have been on the ballot for nine years uh, who, if you look at the stat sheet, they probably they probably should be in the hall. Mm-hmm. Talking about Barry Bonds, talking about Kurt Schilling, talking about Roger Clemens. Mm-hmm. Within baseball and within Hall of Fame voting, you can only be on for 10 years to get the baseball writers to vote you in. You need 75%. Barry mm-hmm. Bonds got 61%. Kurt Schilling got 71%. And Roger Clemens got 61% this past uh, this year for voting. We all know why they aren't in yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, they've got the stat sheet, right? They got the home runs. They got the strikeouts. They got the stolen bases. They got, they got all of those, right? They, they, mm-hmm. they got the RBIs and the, and the, and the, uh, no look pitching shutouts. They got that, but there's that controversy of, well, specifically with Clemens and Bonds mm-hmm. of, of, of taking performance enhancing drugs, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'll throw that allegedly and I'll throw in that legal talk, but you know, that's why they're not in, but then your boy, Kurt Schilling, man, he, him and him and him and 45 on Twitter, boy, they, they get to, they get to talking and you know, they, they get to, mm-hmm. they, they, they get to turning up some dust. So that's why he's not in quite frankly, quite honestly, what's, what's your thoughts about that? Because again, uh, they only got one more year before they can, there, there's, there's ways of still getting in, but you yeah, know, you want to get in, within that 10 year span of having the baseball writers actually vote you in and get that 75%. What, what's your thoughts about bonds? Uh, and Clemens? Yeah. Bonds, bonds and Clemens, man, that, that that's a, a rough spot for me to say, why ain't they're, they're, they're in because they said they took performance in your enhancement drugs, mm-hmm. but, but if the pitcher's taking performance in the enhancement drugs and the, and the batter's taking it, then the playing fields are kind of like, even right. They both want the same thing. They're going. <laughs> I'm mean, I mean, yeah, they both do stuff, so that that part's going. But I'm saying I don't think taking. I know that I know the, the the reason behind the hands for drugs is for you to recover faster. Then you know, and it makes you a little bit stronger and going and going. Bonds that doesn't make your eyesight, hand and eye coordination that much faster. It doesn't do that. And he was able to do what he done not one year, multiple years mm-hmm. in that home. And I'll be perfectly honest. The the baseball needs to check themselves because during that time, the juice and time of the juice and era. Not more people watch baseball, pay t- paid attention to baseball than ever. When when it was the 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 the, the Sammy Sosa, McGuire, yeah. Bonds, and Griffey was, show hey, home run show, I was I was glued in too. No, every, you're right. Yeah. Every yeah. every night I'm checking ESPN who hit a home yeah. run tonight and who got the lead. <laughs> 
fans, they were selling out fans and jerseys and memorabilia yeah. and everything, so on and so on. And now you got these writers that want to find a reason in a hole to poke these guys and their accomplishments to say, oh, you know what? They juiced. That was the reason being it. Allegedly juiced. And, and, and this is the reason why they're not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Barry Bonds, there's two folds with him. He's he's not a kind person to the press, and he has this situation. He has a situation where they think he took drugs or right. took took performance and dressing drugs. So that's the reason why they say they keep him out. Yeah, let's talk the the. I I believe Hall of Fame needs to be based on numbers, not sports writers. Because sports writers, I can have a bad I can have a bad conversation with you and not <laughs> like you, and now that means that you can hold a personal grudge and not vote me in, and not based on my merit or my work or what I've done. Yeah. Now. If they said I did take it and they found out I did take it or I lied or whatever about it, then maybe that maybe that's a, that's subject to question to figure out I should get in or not. But that's just not take away of what I've accomplished when I was playing on the field. You know, I did I did my yeah. thing. Same thing with Roger Clemens. He 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 struck out people. He did what he's supposed to do. Him, it's recovery for his arm or whatnot. Um, bottom line, it doesn't take away from what he did. And they, they say, well, everybody wasn't taking him. Who's to say? Who who you who's you to pick and choose who who did it and who not? Because it, just as many as you caught. That's as many you did not catch. And, yeah. and, is, and is steroids just is, is steroids the only drug that we're talking about or performance enhancement drugs? Why are we talking about cocaine? Why are we not talking about alcohol? You mm. people that are alcohol. Why are we not talking about all these other drugs when they were taking them when they were in pain or inducing painkiller? All that stuff is to help you either to recover or get over your soreness to get you better and well. So if you're not going to take in consideration someone that was taking cocaine and doing these things and you and you'll still let them in the league in the Hall of Fame. Why are you now exercising these guys that, that supposedly took these enhancement drugs? Yeah. Let's talk about their numbers. Numbers get you in. Then you can have your conversation about their numbers. <laughs> and put the asterisks on there and all that stuff after that. Yeah. Do, do, do all. So I, I, I agree with you for, for, for the most part there, but I, I need to give a shout out here. I, I see some old school folks coming in. Mr. Tony Davis, you don't understand. I got, I got some old players coming in here and these <laughs> folks know about sports. I uh, appreciate you, TD, man, talking about, and you're right, right? And when, when you're, when you get black folks and you start talking about getting into Cooperstown or, or getting into the hall or whatever the case may be, then, then you got a whole lot of different conversations and you, and you got different caveats to start creeping in. And, and it's, it's unfortunate. Barry Bonds will get in. He needs to get in. When you, when you look at how many home runs that man hit, when you look at what he did for Pittsburgh and San Francisco, prim- primarily San Francisco. What, what's going to get him in is the work that work that he put in. It's in San Francisco with the Giants. Um, that can't you can't take that away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he, he he took something. Okay, maybe maybe so. But but again, I I really don't understand how a man's legacy, right? All the work that you put in for how, how many years was he in? Sixteen years, whatever the case may be. Each each of those gentlemen were, were in for. One one and a half decades, and to put in all that work to show up to all those games to get up there and have a ninety mile an hour fastball coming straight at your dome, and you were able to still hit that thing four hundred feet. Mm-hmm. Look, I I I can't hit a I can't hit a four hundred yard. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I can't hit that ball that far. You know, if I had detention, and even if I if I was, it was not juiced. So- I, I think that the it's, it's slightly hypocritical, I think. Just in, in slightly, it's it's completely hypocritical. I mean, think about it. Hold on, we're now, we're now, okay. Cool. So they forgive Mark McGuire. I don't know if Mark McGuire's in the Hall of Fame, but they forgive him. They like, Mark oh, Mark. Ain't going. No, he no, he ain't getting. Okay, he so, may not get it. So, but, we, but but from the media standpoint, they forgive him. They're like, oh, okay, Mark, Mark, Mark did it. We're we're good. Um, what's the other dude uh, that took it for the Yankees? Uh, 
I don't know if it was Jeter or Alex Rodriguez. You, you talking about Alex? Yeah, so he, Alex Rodriguez, he is. He's, he's about to own yet. a team, but he's about to own a team. No, he does own a team. Yeah, no, he owns no, a team. No, 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 Jeter owns a team. Jeter. Oh, owns Jeter owns a team. Jeter's Jeter like, but owns, Alex, but Alex was about to buy the Mariners, though. Alex was in the running to buy the Mariners at one point. Am I correct? I think yeah, he was in the running. He, running. He, he, he is. So, he is not like. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's you're right. So, you're right. So, so they 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 forgive them. Forgive them for doing something that was similar to what Bonds is. Bonds is the only reason Bonds is not in there is because he doesn't get along with writers. He never gave them the sound bites they wanted, and he told them to you know kiss the backside. Yeah, Sosa, yeah. Sosa, I'm not sure why Sosa's not in. I know he's not in, but he for whatever reason he's not in it either for, uh, for his situation. But but I cannot believe that you don't. You're talking about performance investment just that you haven't proved that he's taken. He, he especially Bonds because Bonds didn't admit that he did anything and it didn't prove that he took anything. It's just the ledge. And since it's the ledge, that means it hasn't been factual or hasn't been proven factual. So he should be let in based on his numbers of the thing. The only yeah. reason is the writers. The writers is who was that dude? Who was that dude that write, wrote that? Uh, Jose Jose Canseco yeah. uh, wrote that book and then he went up in front of Congress and, and just started tattling and you know just talking out of the side of his neck and you know that that dude is just is just wrong in, in and of itself because he wasn't good enough and he's definitely not getting him. But um, no, I, I completely agree with you. I, I think the rocket Roger Clemens should be in. Yep. The man was, was a beast, right? He, he, he could strike you out and he threw a curveball. It, it just made you, made you look stupid. Mm-hmm. Barry Bonds has to get in. Right. Again. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm a, I'm a moral man. I'm a, I'm a righteous man. I, I, I look, but you know what, when you look at what the man did, when you look at the stat sheet and the fact that that man came out there and played every single night and he knocked 700 some home runs over, over that wall, r- batted runs in, did, did all, did all that work. Mm-hmm. He's got to get in. Schilling, I haven't watched him that much. So, so again, I don't know. And I just know that, you know, yeah. he had the big, he had the bloody sock uh, game and, you know, mm-hmm. that was it. And that was a, that was a, great story right because he, he he i think he won the world series and he had the bloody sock and the things like that but i i can't speak specifically on that one person that i do also think should be in the hall of fame for baseball and this is slightly controversial i think Pete rose needs to be in the it should, hall should have been in there should have been there should have been there i mean you know if he, cheat he didn't cheat he gambled he did something outside the sport which who, looked, who, you know, who else gambled who, so exactly. Charles Barkley, no, no. we, we can talk about a dude on TV. Been bad. We, Charles Barkley gambles. Michael Jordan gambles. Who, who, there you go. Right. They so, all gamble. They so all Jordan. Gamble. So Jordan, the greatest of all time. My dude, the dude who I named my kid after, <laughs> told yeah. everybody, "Look, I'm gambling. Look, look, yeah. I, I, I will gamble on this game, that game, whatever case would be." And so now, it. it uh, but but see, I think there's a difference. Gambling and point shaving are two different things, and they try to make them synonymous when it comes to sports yeah. athletes. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. think Pete Rose did point shaving. He didn't say, you know what, well, we're going to win by two runs instead of five runs. That's impossible in baseball to be able to predict that way. He just betted on the sport. What are you doing? Yes, it's wrong. Yeah. I get it. People can have a problem with that. But that does not negate what that man's done on the field and how successful and how great he was great. Um, on the field. So I think he should be in the game. But, again, I don't understand why writers have the the, the, the say of who gets in and who doesn't. Yeah, it's a trip, you know? right? I mean, that's very old school, old mentality yeah, thinking, yeah. right? I mean, that, that that's that old – Last I checked, owners there's 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 what however many owners and players and former former Hall of Famers should be the ones that vote who's coming into the Hall of Fame. It shouldn't yeah. be writers, right? Man, writers can have, I like I said, James. Man, you can get in an argument. I can be like, man, I ain't messing with James no more, yeah. no matter what yeah. he do, and I have my own opinion. 
Barry Bonds did that to masses because he didn't do interviews. So from everyone on national level, from Pittsburgh to San Francisco, they tried to interview him. Oh, he's a, he's a jerk, so I'm not going to interview him. So now this person turns around and has the right to say, to talk about whether my accomplishments should be in the Hall of Fame or not. <laughs> I think that's that's bogus, man. That's, Ry- that's, writers yeah. ain't, ain't picked up a bat, ain't <laughs> picked up a ball, don't know how to play. You know, you know, Stephen A. Smith ain't played a game. He can talk. Look, he talk. He's entertaining. Yeah. But that yes. boy, you know, man. Yeah. He played high school, maybe maybe some maybe some small time college. But you say you yeah. play a little pee wee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so they, the, for them to have that kind of control over his legacy, I think that's not that's yeah. that's sad. But I believe, like you said, I do believe. Um, I'm, I'm, I hope Bonds gets in. I do hope I hope uh, 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 Clemens gets in. Like you said, I'm not I'm not a big baseball fan. I know Kurt Schilling kind of the same stories. You know, he yeah. did good in getting his way. And I think ultimately, I hope somehow they lift that ban on Pete Rose and let him in because yeah. the, all all those guys deserve to be in before he's done, right? Because yeah, yeah. Uh, and he he's look he's apologized. He's done it, and he, they still let him work on MLB Network. So he you know he he gets to do analyst work for some games. Mm-hmm. So they let they're letting him back in, and that was a few years ago. But I, I I've always been a been a been a Pete Rose guy, and I think he he needs to get in. But uh, yep. we'll, we'll, we'll move on from that, uh, folks. Check it out. This this is what we talk about, guy Target. This this mm-hmm. is. Team no sleep we we, we stirred up we, we get the blood flowing look and it's, it's, it's these aren't easy conversations i know we're talking about sports but remember we're talking about the social impact of sports and, and there's a whole nother dynamic when, when it comes to this stuff yeah um, football oof a lot, of, a lot of, I don't know what it's, you know what? Let start, me, let's start, let's start in Seattle. Start, let's start with yeah, Seattle. Yeah, that's what, I, let me, let me, let me, let, 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 let's get focused. Let's get yeah. focused here. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's some things happening in, in the world. And it, it's always prominent when you are um, a celebrity, when you're on TV, when, when you got some uh, recognition or whatever the case may be. So it, it, it gets, it gets uh, blasted out and broadcasted out there in the news. And, and, and we hate to see it. We hate to see it. So uh, offensive tackle, offensive lineman for the Seattle Seahawks. Not sure if anyone's, everyone's heard the story, but Chad Wheeler um, got into an argument with his girlfriend uh, last week. It got violent. It got physical. They got to yelling and screaming and he started choking her. Uh, she, she went unconscious briefly. Uh, when she came back, she ran into the bathroom, locked herself in, called the police, said that this man is trying to kill me. Apparently he is a, uh, he's bipolar and he's supposed to be on medication, was not taking his medication, hasn't been taking his medication for a while. Long story short, Seattle Seahawks said, you know what? We're through with you because of this story. This is there. There is no place in the world for domestic violence like this. You don't be touching. Don't be don't put your hands on a woman, mm. period. I'll, I'll just put it right there. Yep. And and just the, the, the egregiousness of what of what Wheeler did just uh, needs to be addressed. So he's been kicked off of the team. He's definitely been waived. I think he was free agent. So he, he's been waived and, and charges have been pressed against him. Uh, I'm not sure if he's in jail. I think he made bail, but uh, charges were were uh, put in place. We got to talk about it, man. We got to talk about it. That's not right? enough. That's yeah. not enough. That's not enough. He he he. First of all, I blast the the, the media because his picture's not on every syndicate show or everything. Just like Ray Rice was when he was guilty of the same situation, you know, for domestic violence. Yeah. Ray Rice's picture was on blast on every Sports Center. 
every situation, everyone. Um, uh, um, and now this man, it's, it's bar- people barely know about this. Uh, barely, barely know about this incident unless they follow come sports or they catch it maybe just a quick segment on yeah. ESPN or what's going on. So I, I'm, 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 I'm very upset with the media or the mass media in that in that regards. Number two, this man left her for dead. He thought he yep. killed her. Yeah, he thought he killed. Her. He said, hey, "I'm surprised he was still alive." And the reason behind why he did do it is because he said she didn't bow to him. Yeah, that 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 part right there had me had me shook a little bit. Well, right? well you know where where are we and and, and and they even make it. You know, let's let's add it on. She was Afri- She was a person, a woman of color. I don't mm-hmm. know if she's African American or she's mixed or whatnot, but she was mm-hmm. a woman of color. And then he's after to be a Caucasian man. He's telling mm-hmm. this woman he she needed to bow down to him, and since she didn't, he damn near beat her to death. And to tell me that that doesn't want those actions along bipolar or not induced with drugs or not or alcohol or not, whatever you're on, on that permits you a lifetime ban from football, just like Ray Rice. Ray Rice can never was never never ever to play football ever again. No professional True. level. True. Why is this person right here able to kind of work his way through the back ends and, 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 and kind of maneuver his way through there where this is not mass media, where he's not crucified by the media and everyone else like everybody else has been when they do these situations? Yeah, I, 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 this, this, hopefully this does not end right now, right? Again, this, this all broke out, listen, and, and, and I know, yeah, the, the, the Ray Rice stuff happened really quick, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so January 28th is when I'm seeing the story came out and everything, but Goodell and Players Union, all, all those folks in the, in the, in, in the know how and in, in, um, the ranks of making decisions need to go ahead and kick this boy out, put him behind bars. Uh, and, and get this dealt with and, and get the get the young lady as much assistance that, that she can from a mental and from a physical perspective as, as well, because this this is this was just an ugly story. And when I when I read that part again about the fact that he had her or he asked her to bow to him, mm-hmm. uh, that, that that's that's just that's a whole nother level. Right. That, that's yeah. that's that's not just the physical abuse. That That's the mental piece right there as mm-hmm. well. Right. I mean, I mean, and, and that just conjures up again so much different um different feelings from a negative perspective, again, for people of color. Right. And, yeah, and, yeah. and, and to have that statement come from, from this man. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you okay. You're not taking your medication yet. You need to be doing that, but there is no reason. I mean, there is no excuse for the, the level of egregiousness that has happened. Damn CNN up here putting all these flyers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I don't, I really can't. I just don't understand where he, he thought that was, either okay to do or or he felt i mean obviously i don't think it was a, a first time thing i don't i don't you know at least my, that's my opinion that's from what, from, I, from, well, from what i've read yeah from what i've read and what i've seen they've ahead, only, they were only together for six months okay. but that that type of and again i, I don't know from first yeah, yeah. experience but i'm thinking that type of uh reaction that 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 type of you know outburst not the first time for him yeah, yeah, exactly. Obviously, I don't, right. I don't think it's the first time for him, yeah. and I, and I don't know if this is the first time she, it happened that way. Maybe it was subtle. Maybe it was just verbal at that point. It didn't get physical. I don't. I'm not quite sure because I'm not in a relationship. But I can tell you right now, man, that this, this is a very, very ugly stain, on uh, you know, I think on football in general because they've already, we're already, or football players are already considered, you know, violent. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I'm somewhat out of control at times and all that stuff. I think this puts a big stain on football, but also hope this this wakes up that uh, domestic violence is real. I mean, you can have all the money in your world, and these situations are still occurring um, with pro- professional athletes that are doing this yeah. to women. Yeah. Um, and not all of them. I'm not I'm not crucifying all of them. I know there's 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 a lot of good people out there, but situations like this just puts that stain. 
you know, and I, let's be honest, Ray Rice was a stain. The way, yeah. you know, that, that was a stain. This is just this is just as bad of a stain. And, and, and I, I, I want NFL should take some responsibility to bring an awareness to this kind of situation. Yeah. It should be, they, you know, I, I think they they will. And I, I want to address this, too, what Tony was saying. Yeah, you know, the whole problem with, with, with mental health. And again, that that really is true from a whole mm-hmm. mental health perspective that that needs to be addressed, especially. And I, I think I told you this before as well. Mental health with men is one of the, the things I'm trying to champion, especially for this 2021. Mm-hmm. You know, men don't have those conversations about how am I doing and, and can you help me, brother? And those types of things. Mm-hmm. We, we don't go into emotions. Those we don't go into emotions. Yeah. Conversations. But, and mm-hmm. I think we need to. But the, the the difference in the Ray Rice thing, and I I I don't want to see video of this. I because I because man, it'll, it'll break break my heart even more. Mm-hmm. But I think when when that nine one one call comes out and, and we hear the distress in 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 her voice, I mean, again, that that's going to cause some some more reaction, and that's going to cause cause some more 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 movement. I, they 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 do need to move quickly on that. Yeah, yeah. They, they but the the, the 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 images that we saw of her, I mean, the images of her face being being I, I don't know either punched in or or pushed in or whatnot. Not, but I mean, the images of her and her nose is bloody and all and all that stuff. I mean, come on, man! Like yeah. you're you're a, you're a lineman, I believe, in the NFL. Yeah, you're, offensive you're, lineman, big fella, think, right? Yeah, you're like 300 pounds, and you're hitting on this young woman, like she, you know, you 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 brutalizing this young woman. And like I said, I just don't think, I don't think the media are they have cast they have they have cast a, a big spotlight on this in the media as they did with Ray Rice. And I'm going by historics. You did it with Ray Rice. How can we not yeah. doing it with this? And I hate to say it, and I don't like bringing race in this, but there's a difference between the way they paint the picture of an African American male athlete and the way they paint the picture of a white athlete. Athlete, the scenarios are similar. Mm-hmm. Ray Rice brutalized and hit his girlfriend in abuse. This guy hit his girlfriend in abuse, and yet Ray Rice was plastered on. He was on Good Morning America and all yeah, those, no, all was, those yeah. things. Yeah. This guy, I've seen him nothing on him on any cameras. I've just seen them say something about it. He made bail, and they they haven't said anything about it. NFL dressed it a little bit, and it's kind of just like, hey, this is on the back page of, of front line of headlines. It's not on the front where it should be splattered. Which which is crazy because right. So and when I first read about this, I looked for a couple of little spots, and I saw it. I saw the one little blurb on CNN. I saw the one little blurb on ESPN, and unfortunately, I had to go to here because because you mm-hmm. always know TMZ. I mean, I mean, I mean it's, it's not. They, yeah. It's not the mainstream media location. It, it's not. But TMZ was the first place we found out like about Kobe. Right. Mm-hmm. And and this is where they're going to get, unfortunately, going to get the dirt and kind of going to get some of that information. And, and they've got a little bit more of a detailed mm-hmm. description of the things that are happening. I, I don't want to get my primary news from from TMZ. <laughs> Yeah, the credibility is out there. I don't. They got the mules out there, mm. out there grinding, doing the paparazzi thing. But unfortunately, a lot of times, if you want to hear both sides of the story or an alternative side to the story so you can formulate your own opinion and, and really see what happened, you got to go to some of these locations. And it's it, it's just brutal, man. So I, I agree with you. This 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 guy has got to be... Uh, released, uh, not allowed to play anything professionally. There, there, there's no excuse. There's no second chances. I mean, I mean yeah, it, it's, and, it's just, it's just terrible. It's terrible. And I, let's let, let's add on top of that. I'm, I, you know, I'm, he may be mental health and he's bipolar, but unfortunately, you have to be be accountable for your actions. Yep. I never, I never want to see a person be incarcerated. But 
the things like this are warning that you need to be tried and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and let the courts deal with the situation the way they may be. Like, again, I'm not an advocate of, of people going to jail, going to prison, but I do believe he needs to go through the system and the court system and make them make an adequate situation. And if this crime that he's done warrants jail time, then he needs to serve jail time. Yes, sir. Um, yes, based sir. on that. I mean, that's just the bottom line of it. Um, of me and you go out and beat our spouses like that. We're in, we're locked in jail. We gone. We gone. We're gone. We're gone. Why is it? Why is it any different for this this person? Because he's a, 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 a now an ex NFL player or whatnot. I just they need to, they this really needs to be addressed and really done and, and really and, and not only fixed but then addressed so it doesn't happen again with a person like that within within their organization, the NFL organization. Yeah, and and you know I I'm. I'm confident that, or I don't know what the word is I'm trying to find right now, but I, I, I think I, I'm hopeful that folks like us that have a platform to have these conversations will continue to bubble this up and, and share it where, and someone who is in that situation, someone who is in a position of being able to make decisions, being able to make additional uh-huh. change, because we're, we're, we're making change and we're, mo- we're moving the needle. But again, I think we, we need someone in the, in Goodell's office to see mm-hmm. a copy of, of this film at 47 minutes, 55 <laughs> seconds and say, you know what? These brothers are talking about this. This is right. We need to look further into this and we need to make some, some drastic moves and we need, you gotta be quicker too. You, you, you can't, yeah. you can't be slow, especially when, when it comes to something like domestic violence, when it comes to mental health, when it comes to uh, the types of things that. Uh, and, and, and the funny part about it, James yeah. NFL has the perfect platform to do it now. Cause the super bowl is coming. Why not? Yeah. have something that says we're standing against domestic violence and whatnot and be able to promote that. Hey, we're in solidarity that we're all against this there. In other words, they rather mask it by the Super Bowl game and not talk about it. than just go ahead and take it on just address it head on and let the public know that we're not going to stand behind this. And we're not, you know, we're not going to do this. And we, we don't support domestic violence. It, 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 it's funny, man. It, the NFL, the good old boy, and it's a good old boy network. I'm not going to bite my tongue on that. The good old boy networks. we got a really good way. Of, of putting what they want in front uh, of the agenda as far as marketing and out there and, 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 and sometimes not addressing what's going on in society that it also affects their clientele, affects their personnel that goes out there and not putting that to the forefront as well. Um, what's a trip. And I didn't even think about this. I'm part of the NFL communications media, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I get all this, I get everything right. And mm-hmm. I, I'm searching right now as you're speaking, they didn't send anything out for, in, in mm. terms of a, of a press release about this. Mm. I'm looking at every single thing yeah. that I've got lately about the NFL. We think people don't want, if someone said, hey, Tom Brady, how do you feel about the situation? Why shouldn't he be able to address that? It ain't like he's not human. It's not like he's not a part of this community. It's not like he's not a part of the NFL. And he can be like, you know what? I don't stand for that. I don't know what that guy was thinking. You know, whatever his huh. comments may be, but that speaks volumes and power. Cause he's such an influential person. Uh, um, but for them just to mask it and not send anything about it, like let's not address it. Let's kind of just sweep it under the rug and let the NFL, let the Super Bowl take its shine. And now let's not address these kind of issues. That to me, man, is, is a problem within itself. I got, look, I got stories here. Miley Cyrus, the headline, the NFL TikTok tailgate <laughs> at the Super Bowl. I got NFL uh, festivities to kick off with opening 
presented by yeah. Volt 24. Then I got the, uh, you know, the, the Rooney family condolences. But that, that's interesting, again, just to see, because this, this is everything that the interview. Mm-hmm. Look, I got an invite to the to the Super Bowl press announcement. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I get every piece of communication that, that they send out. And the fact that it's just dawning on me that they sent nothing out explaining or expressing what they're doing, even if they were just going to say, we're investigating. We're, we're we're doing what we need to do, right? Mm-hmm. We're 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 going through the process. We're, we're gathering all the information. They sent nothing out to talk nothing. about this particular. Case. That yep. that's pretty telling, right there. Uh, yep. Damn, I'm blown. I'm blown away by that, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say I'm blown, but I'm not. I missed some, but, but as we were talking, I, I had to pull up all the emails, yeah. and, and no, that's yeah. that's uh, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Iowa Westland. I'm rocking y'all shirt. Uh oh, you know, man, you don't know what you're in our football program. Just so y'all know, oh, uh, I, y'all oh, sent me a shirt. I got love for y'all. So let's 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 continue, my man. What what else we got? Oh on shoot, I, I ain't mad at you, brother. Hold, hold, <laughs> uh, yep, yep, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, that was uh, that, true, true. Yep. Shout out, yeah, yeah, TD for for coming through with with, with some insight there. Football. We'll, we'll continue on football. We'll talk a little bit more of a lighter subject. Uh, not not. Um, sidestepping or anything what, what what was happening with um with chad wheeler i hope that continues to get addressed but mm-hmm. next week everybody's getting ready uh-huh. uh, I, I think they're getting ready we'll, we'll, we'll see it's it's an interesting year i'm not looking forward i, I don't I, the weekend i don't know if i want to see him First uh, of all, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll, talk, we'll talk about the game in a minute i'm not look this dude what's he what's he keep doing to his face why he walking around with all these bandages on his face? And he's Man. supposed to be he can't Man. he can't do better than 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 Prince and Michael did. No, no comment. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Man, okay. You Keep know, that one going. Yeah, so that's that's your boy for for halftime <laughs> show. But 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 you know, uh quarterback matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh Mahomes is is confident that, that young fella, you know, he he's uh coming back trying to do do it one right after the other, but he's got somebody else on the other side of the field. He's got the goat uh, yep. staring him down. Mm. Yeah. He got the, 40, he got the 40, 49 years old or 85 year old Tom Brady is trying to make it happen. Yeah. You got the goat. You got the goat, but man, you know, even, you know, either go can can't be father time either, man. It's starting to, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a Brady fan. Brady's the greatest quarterback to ever do it, but Mahomes is the best quarterback doing it. Ooh, you know, oh, look at, but man, I put that's, that on T. That, Hold on, that's, that, that's, that's gonna be the, that's gonna be the Instagram marketing tag right there, right? Hey, right they, they, <laughs> hey, that's I'm just speaking. I'm speaking truths. Yeah, Brady is the best to ever do it. Mahomes is the best doing it right now. So, with that being said, quarterback matchup wise, I, I I give the edge to Mahomes because of you know his youth, obviously his athleticism and the team he has around him. Brady's a, a surgeon. You know, he's surgeon. He's they're able to hand him over the offense. A lot of things. He's able to make the right decisions and and do a lot of good things. But people forget, man. Brady had a lot of turnovers in that game. You know, yeah, he's still throwing. He's throwing a lot of picks. Yeah. No, it's not a pretty win. I mean, his was. It's the difference, man. So I, I look at the game and like Mahomes took control of that game for them to win. Brady's was a team effort, and that's how they won. You know. Stopping the turnovers, but he was calling the right plays. He got he scored the touchdowns first, but that defense had to come through to hold them off so to make sure they don't score again. Mahomes, man, they were down and he took over. He started making the plays and making everything mm-hmm. and making them making them win. So I give the edge to Kansas City. I think I think Brady's gonna hand hand. I'm not saying Brady's gonna just 
you know, Brady, Brady's going to hand over the, the torch over to Mahomes, I believe. It's kind of a pass down, kind of like yeah. Michael to Kobe. He's yeah. handing the pass down over to him. But I do believe Brady's coming back next year. I think he's going to be so win driven. Lose. Win or lose. I think he's going to be like, I'm so driven that I lost that we just need to get a few more pieces so I can bring this back and let's play again. I don't think he's done. Now, if he wins, well, let, let's take it back. If That's if he loses. If he wins, I don't see any reason why Giselle, his wife, you know, the supermodel might say, it's yeah. time to ride off in the sunset. You've done it. You did it without Belichick. She made more money than he do. Ooh. And she <laughs> might say, it's time, it's time for you to stay at home with the kids. <laughs> yeah, you know, she, she pulling in more, yeah. more, more seven figures than, than, than he, than he yeah. is. So, so he, it might be that situation where I'm like, I did it. I'm on top. I might just ride off to the sunset like 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 Peyton Manning. I think it'd be a yeah. discussion to bring him back, but I'm not quite sure what that what that'll land. I know he keeps saying he wants to play to a certain age, but but let's let's keep it. Let's be 100. The dude's yeah. the best quarterback to ever do it. I know people say Montana, this this and that. You would never ever argue. Brady's numbers are impeccable in the yeah. Super Bowl. They yeah. are impeccable in playoffs. Whether he did it with Belichick or not, he that dude did it. He's the yeah. man. But now, right now, doing it. It's Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. He beat Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's gonna beat Mahomes. Yeah, that, and that's, that's, that's 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 true. And 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 I I feel I, I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan too because he's North Cal kind of mm-hmm. dude, right? He's from he's from up around here, and I mean, you know that too. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I do wish that he gets another another opportunity to, mm-hmm. to get to the top of the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be tough. I think it's gonna be. I, I think it's gonna be. What did I say last week? I, I'm 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 cheering for Tampa Bay. I, I want oh. the sto- I want the story of Brady to win, uh, but I, I think uh, that the game. I think somebody's just going to blow it up. I, I I think if Tampa Bay has all their weapons, if Antonio Brown is is, is not acting a fool, uh, <laughs> if Gronk is out there doing his thing, spiking the ball, if Evans is out there running past folks, making them look ridiculous, them some weapons that you just can't can't mess with now. Type well, of, I, I believe. <laughs> I, I'm different though. So just let's stay on that point. I think the the key to Tampa Bay winning, if they're going to win, is Ronald Jones, the running back. He's got to have a big game, okay. man, so they can keep okay. the ball out of if they can keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. Mm-hmm. That's when mm-hmm. they're gonna have their chance to win. If they trying to do a shootout back and forth for Mahomes in Kansas City, they're not gonna win. Yeah, no, that's true. Brady's Brady gonna get tired out because Mahomes yeah. got he got that he got that young energy. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But I believe if Ronald Jones can help mm. them hold the ball. Keep keep uh, time pos- time of possession. Keep Mahomes off the field. Chip them all the way down. Get these eight, nine, ten, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen play drives instead of doing ones and twos all the way down the court the field. I think that's where their chance is. If they try to get into this shootout with Mahomes and, and, and hunting them, they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose that. Those dudes is young, fast, yeah. and they used to putting up fifty points a game. I'm I'm looking to see what Ronald Jones is posting on social media. Make sure he ain't out there. <laughs> make sure he ain't out out there acting a fool going to the club and nothing. No, he, he good. He good. <laughs> you know, Brady got them boys locked down, man. He got yeah. them all. He got them straight, man. So man. I think that's good. But hey, uh, so Super Bowl, I, I'm taking Kansas City. I, I like okay. I said, I would love the story of Tampa Bay. I would love to hear that story. <laughs> if Brady goes out, goat man. I ain't got no problems with me. But I think it's can I think it's the Mahomes, man. It's the Mahomes show. I'm, I'm until somebody dethrone the young man. I'm I'm riding with him. All right, we got we got to put some type of uh, sportsman's uh, gentleman's wager on it or something. You know, uh, whoever loses has to come to the next show. I I don't know uh, wearing rival teams' gear or where. Yeah, we, 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 we we'll put something. We can do that. We'll come a little bit. Yeah, we'll come a little bit. 
we got to come with some we, we'll do that but uh let's let's move on to that trade though that i that we had to, had to tell you about the, the the staffer for golf yeah that's so that that was how i was gonna wrap uh, uh because uh I got some daddy duty today, like mm-hmm. I said. It's my, it's yeah. my daughter's birthday. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so that actually is, and we're, we're falling into it the right way. I really think that's the bigger story. Yes. Uh, I, I'll let you lead into it, because that, that really was, I think, the bigger story, even yeah, I, I think, about the Super Bowl. I think that's super huge, because that's a shift of power. I think now now to compete with the, with Tampa Bay and the NFC and compete with Seattle's and all them, the Rams made a, a huge move to get Stafford over mm-hmm. to their, onto their team. My question about the whole trade and the trade with Stafford goes to the, the, the LA Rams. Detroit gets golf plus two, a 2022 and a 2023 first round pick. First round pick. So, so future wise, I think, uh, let's talk about the Rams first. Rams, I think is a great trade. I think it's to get Stafford there. I think yeah. he has a, bit, a, a stronger arm than golf. I think he reads the, reads that off. I think once he learns that offense, he reads it a little bit faster than golf mm-hmm. to prevent turnovers. And I think Stafford has the ability when Rams get down to bring them back. He has a good of an arm with the, with the weapons around him, um, but the negative of that trade, they gave away their future. Yeah, they gave away two first rounds. Yeah. That 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 that's gonna hurt them. I mean, if you, they're playing, so that means to me right now, the Rams are playing for the now. They're not playing for the future. They're not playing to sustain their 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 the 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 consistent success. They're playing for now. They feel they got a window right now, a certain window to go get them another Super Bowl. So they made the, the necessary trades to do that. Now, let's go to the Detroit side, Detroit. I think Detroit is in a situation where, like, they're going to scrap everything, and we're going to start from from brand new and start building future by you know building on the next couple of years to get ourselves to become a playoff team. Golf is just a sacrifice lamb in there. They got themselves a quarterback. They they said, hey, he can he can help us ride these next couple of years while we're starting to build our team over and mm-hmm. over, rebuild our team, and you got to get all these draft picks and let's start to let's start to formulate again. Golf's a winner. Let's not get me wrong. Golf can play. Yeah, yeah. But 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 golf is now He's winning. Light. He's a little light, yeah, though, right? I mean, he, he's a little, he's a little undersized. I he's think inter- he's entered into that that part of his career where injuries are starting to become play a factor. Yeah, um, you know, he hurt his hand. You no, know, he yeah. tried to come back and didn't play as good, but he hurt his hand. Uh, I think the year before he kind of twist tweaked his knee before, um, and I think he takes a lot of hits. He took a lot more mm-hmm. hits than he did in his first couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, so that just runs the structure run his course. You mean to tell me you got hit with the Rams? You're definitely gonna get hit while you playing in Detroit. <laughs> so, so I think injuries yeah. are gonna start to take its toll a little bit on him. But I think he's uh, if he if he puts his mind to it and puts his grind to it, he can be that quarterback that kind of helps to start the change of that franchise. I don't think he'll be there for the end of the successful of it if this change yeah. works. But he'll be the one that kind of kicks off that change. You know, they got the draft picks they needed. They're gonna be able to. They're gonna be young real fast. They're gonna have some dynamic players with all these first round draft picks coming in and competing and rocking and rolling along as the scout, their scout, their scouts do the right job on, on, on uh, evaluating these guys. And then now, I think we'll see a drastically different Detroit Lions in two or three years than we have seen the past two or three years. I think they'll be drastically improved um, because I think you see a lot of guys. Other yeah. teams are getting old. Was 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 Stafford in Detroit when uh, Calvin Johnson was there? No, 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 not at all. Okay, I don't believe he was there. Cause that that was so. So when 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 Megatron said, "I'm through with y'all," and you're not gonna keep hitting me in the head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, when he yeah. retired, uh, yeah. I can't remember who the quarterback was at that time. But you know, um, that's that's kind of when they did a rebuilding. And yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, they got to keep doing it uh, in such short time increments because they haven't gotten to where they need to be. Uh, but I think that's fun. you know it's funny the teams that have been able to s- sustain it 
sustain longevity and being successful, um, the front office stays the same. Coaches staff stays the same. Hmm. Um, and main players mostly stays the same. You know, if you look at the New Englands, I mean, he, he has some attrition within the staff, but Belichick is there. His system is still there. Yeah. Front office is still there. Those guys are doing the same thing. The Ravens, same system. Harbaugh is still the coach. They have some pieces changing on the field a little bit, but he pretty much keeps his OC. And then in the front office, it stays the same. GM and those guys stay the same. Mm-hmm. I think you have to have some stability at those positions helping you build this team. I don't be- I don't think people understand. Everyone that plays in the NFL is very gifted. Yeah, They are very talented athletes. Uh, people can win. That's why you see – uh, one player go from one team, and then you never heard of him, and then all of a sudden he's a success, and he's blowing up. You know, he's doing Michael really Evans. good. Yeah, <laughs> right. Doing great in these next things because yeah. they're all very talented. They just need the opportunity to play. Yeah. I think it's really, really imperative that these GMs and stuff, how they build their team and how the and what system they fall into, that plays along in their success. I wish golf a lot uh, much success because I think he's going to need it. I think Stafford, he's going to have to prove himself and show out real, real early and fast. And with mm-hmm. that offense, I think he will. Because they got to stay competitive. You got to think they got the Niners who's going to come up. Niners yeah. hurt this year. Yeah, they're they're going to get, they're they're gonna get, get way better. better. You got yeah. you got Arizona who's there right there on the crust of being good, and then you got Seattle who's already good, and then it's you guys, the Rams. Mm-hmm. That's the one. That's probably the most competitive division in football. So if you don't make a move like getting Stafford, you don't make any changes. You're going to get the same results. They had to mm-hmm. make a change in order to kind of hopefully get themselves over that hump and, and, and leap and leap over Seattle to get to the yeah. playoffs. And stuff. Yeah. And, and, and so, and Detroit made a little change too with the coaching staff, right? Yep. You know, yeah. Anthony Lyons moving from the charge. Man, I like me some, man. That's a, that's a good man. Great, ever, great coordinator. Ever, great coordinator. Ever, ever, ever since, uh, hard knocks, right? I mean, I'm asking, yeah. that, that dude is just, he, he's yeah. down. So I, I think that's going to be a, a good move for them on the OC side. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got, we got some comments. We got, we got folks chatting about, about what we yeah. talk about. My, my dad over here talk about Kansas city. <laughs> Uh, Willie Lanier, that that uh, fr- friend of my dad, there they grew up with. So he, he go, going with the that old, old school. school yeah, that's the old school right there. I'm with it. I'm with you know it on that. <laughs> old school pick, uh, brother Matthews here. Okay, uh, what about Dion Buchanan? Yeah, Vanden Vike. That's that's my old school. What you know about Vanden Viking, mm. brother? That, that's 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 down there in Travis Air Force Base. That's that's where I went. That's where you don't 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 mess with with the Vikings, brother. We 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 can play some ball too. Uh-huh. Uh, first rounder playing with the Bucks. Uh, is he with the Bucks, or is he? Uh, yeah, like Tony, he may be with New York, but um, yeah, you're right. Defense wins it. Uh, yeah. I, I know. I know. We talking about these boys with these arms and and these boys with these with these big legs who can run and, and run and throw. But yeah, defense defense wins Super Bowls. You know, uh, you, well, know you know, you know, the New York the Giants. Uh, what was it? The Giants that had that goal line standing, and, yeah, and yeah. that's and that's how Strahan got got his right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, and well, Baltimore. No, I'm thinking about Baltimore. Yeah, I think, ba- I'm thinking Baltimore about the, got theirs. I mean, let's let's be honest. The historical, the better defenses is the ones that win wins the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. The year your boys won it, the defense was obviously better than Arizona when your boys got they, they got they got their Super Bowl. It's been historical. The Chicago Bears when they had their historical defense. Why, why you just why you just blow by that? Why, why, why don't you the go ahead and just e- elaborate and you know? Oh you know, man, on, on my Steelers. Go ahead and marinate on that. I'm a marinate that Larry Fitzgerald was one <laughs> inch away from. The <laughs> you know what? There, there go them technical difficulties again. I think it's your screen right now. <laughs> but but no no. I mean I mean I believe greater defenses, especially when it comes to the big games, are the ones yeah. that win it. Iconic Tampa Bay defense when they had theirs when they won it with Gruden. Uh, the Chicago Bears when they had their mm. defense all the way to the Giants 
and the Ravens. Uh, all those teams that have really dynamic defenses who can go in there and, and, and play and win and, and beat these offenses. Today's game is not like that no more, though, any, again. It's not like that anymore. That's why you see these teams putting up 40, 50 points because, as we know, you can't put your hands on them if you're a defensive back. You can't touch them this way. You can't hit them hard to intimidate them. If you have your head down too much, it's a, it's a penalty. So the game has changed. They want to be more offensive focused. So now guys like Mahomes and these other guys can be more successful in, in being that. But with that said, you still have to have a good enough defense to at least to make one or two stops in order for them to be successful. I think Kansas City can stop or make a turnover with Brady. Brady, as great as Brady's been this year, he's been that bad as well. Yeah. Um, no, you're Mahomes, right. You're right. Mahomes hasn't been bad all year. Now he may this may be the game he takes a takes a you know a dump and mess up, but I don't I just don't see it. I think they're they're gonna be ready. Look, um, he was he was in the concussion protocol. He didn't say out loud that he had a concussion, but he was yeah. in the protocol. He's got the little he's got the turf toe issue, but mm-hmm. you know, I've 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 seen him out there running this past week doing doing yeah. doing some things. Good. So. <laughs> yeah. so I think I think I think they're gonna be okay. Um and just like I said, I think uh with that trade, that's just one of the biggest trades. It's subtle, but it's a big trade in, sh- in trying to shift the powers in football with Stafford going to the Rams. The Rams are trying to make a position to leapfrog Seattle and be in a position where they're playing either Tampa Bay or somebody else in the NFC Championship in the next year or two, period, to get themselves to the Super Bowl. So um, we there, man. I mean, you know, I'm I, I, I'm looking forward time, to the right? game. Yeah, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to the game. Now, now I'm ready for these – no, as we get as we get closer, we're looking for these NBA stuff going on and all this other madness. But I mean, right now we're in a good position sports wise. I yeah. think we're in a great. I think I'm I'm so happy about the uh, politics being boring again. Um, yes, sir. You know, you know, <laughs> well, I ain't good. I ain't really heard no news. I'm I'm good with that. It's boring. Oh, they're talking about this vaccine and and his brother trying to do the in the stock market and yeah. his brother trying to get the vaccine. So we good, man. I'm I'm glad that the, the, the now the politics are boring again and now yeah. we're back to kind of concentrating on sports and now healing our society, what we've been through for the last couple of years, man, with all this, you know, the racial turmoil and all this division and all this, you know, bickering and battering against each other. I think sports is one of the most platforms to kind of bring us all together. Man, I, I can't say anything better than that because that's exactly it, man. So, folks, thank you very much for joining us. Got y'all. Team No Sleep is in the building for January 31st. We uh, We appreciate the engagement. This is what we do. Uh, we yep. did a little early today. We typically will film and shoot on Sundays at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So like, subscribe, all that good stuff, right? Make sure you you, you hit your boy up on, on YouTube because we're trying, we trying to do big things this year. Um, mm-hmm. Montel, let me, let, me, let me go ahead and throw up your website, too, because we need we need folks to know what you're doing down there. In, in, oh, yeah, in, yeah. So, look, we're going to represent. <laughs> we're going to recognize, right? Now, this is a joint collaboration. So, Absolutely. folks, thank you very much. We will not be filming next Sunday because the game is on. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to need you to get your – when you lose the bet, I'm going to need you to be ready or something. So, I don't know if I need you to put on like a tutu or, uh, you know, I don't know I'm a, different color clothes. I'm going to rock, so, yeah, rock something to represent, represent of you if, you if I lose, but – I think you know if I win, you know you you make sure you represent and and we'll we'll put a Mountain Dew or a Coca Cola on on on, yeah. on on the bet on the bet and go. then uh, uh, that's a that's a nice shameless plug <laughs> 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 Pepsi and Coca Cola that's a nice shameless I, I love, plug yeah, I'm, I'm gonna reach out to him see if we can get some yeah yeah, yeah 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 Gatorade no y'all nice little shameless yeah, plug and, and other brothers will pay the bills but I mean yeah we definitely have a gentleman's bet going on man and like I said hopefully we just have a good game yeah and then. Uh, 
hopefully we can just, like I said, keep men in these social issues that we have and through the platform of sports. I love it, man. Appreciate you. We out, y'all. Be good to yourselves. Take care of your families. We out. Absolutely.